If you've ever seen a Tibetan Buddhist monk's coloured sand mandala, you'll appreciate the potential for this underappreciated art material, at least away from the beach. Marcus Winter, a.k.a. the Sandman, is as much magician as he is an artist in the way he uses grains of sand to create images. Marcus is collaborating with two other Māori creatives on an immersive show for the 2022 Kōonga Festival, and they promise uh, that this will build our connection to the tohu of the natural world through storytelling, tonga puro, and sand. Marcus Winter, kia ora. Hey, kia ora, Lynn. Thank you for having me. So what got you thinking about sand as an art material? <laughs> oh, well, I have to thank uh, one of my... Uh, uh, good friends uh, Richard Jeffrey for that he had seen um, um, prior, prior to working in San my fascination was in um, street art I love watching um, uh, street artists uh, that use spray cans and they they create like uh, artworks really quickly uh, like spacescapes and planets and stuff and they'll do them in about five or ten minutes and so about it would have been like about 20 years ago now that I saw one of those artists and that kind of inspired me because it it made me uh, see how art could be uh, a performance uh, because I saw how people would watch and it really engaged the crowd this creative process and so throughout the the next couple of years I picked up a few other art forms and then uh, my mate uh, Richard Jeffrey was the CEO of the Vodafone event center at the time he saw this um, artist on YouTube so that's where it came from YouTube and uh, he goes hey Marcus I've seen this artist do you reckon uh, you can give the sand stuff a go and I was a little bit apprehensive but I was like oh yeah sure make me a light box and send it to my house and I'll, I'll see what I can do so that's where it all started from there was um, uh, one of my friends kind of seeing potential that I could possibly uh, pick up this um, this kind of art form and take it from there. And then since then, uh, I've had the privilege to be able to utilize sand art and tell many different stories for many different people um, around the world. It's been awesome. I mentioned the Tibetan Buddhist monks and the way that they create uh, mandalas from sand and they're using these bright colors and it is really mesmerizing and meditative actually in the way that they work with materials. Is that similar for you? Do you use it in a similar way? Yeah, it's really interesting because uh, the show that we've got coming up, uh, when I look back at, at what the three of us kind of do, it all comes back to uh, when we're talking about this show. I think it's more going to be more of a healing type uh, show because when people, uh, when I do my performances out at sea, a lot of the feedback from the crowd is like, oh, they kind of get into a, a zen type state, <laughs> or they, you know, they kind of let the zone out and really enjoy being in that space just to sit and relax and watch um, something unfold before them. So, how do you create the work? If we were sitting and watching this work being created, Marcus, how do how do we see it unfold? Oh, so uh, typically there would be. Uh, uh, oh, how how do we watch it? Um, for what what do you? Yeah, mean in terms of that? your like process. Yeah, so as a, as a watcher. Yeah. 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 So so what would usually happen? Like um, I've just had a few meetings with my uh, with my friends around Kuanga, and we're going through a, I, I guess a storyboarding process with some of the ideas. And so for me, my process is to. Um, uh, kind of get get all the content i'm getting all the uh content from ricky about the things that he'll be talking about and then kind of just marinating on some of the ideas and then i'll start to think of some of the visuals that will match what what's happening but the magic is in um, creating those transitions 
where you go from one image to another, but without totally erasing um, what's just being created. And I guess that's kind of where the magic comes from. And that really just comes from just really um, taking time to think about appropriate things that, that people would understand and get. And then just practicing those things over over time. So you're um, going to be making a range of images. Again, if I go back to the mandalas, you know, that's days spent on making one image that stays as it is. With you, are you are you creating different images throughout the night, just as Ricky's weaving his stories and we're hearing the the um also of Jerome? No, yeah, you're right. So there, there's gonna be um um a lot of segments throughout the show. Ricky talks about how everything's all connected in the, in the tohu that we see throughout the seasons. We often reference um, the, the tohu or the symbols that we see in the heavens and on land and on the sea that help denote which season's coming into play. Um, and yeah, probably like in 60 minutes, you'll probably see up maybe 20 or 30 images come to life or really quickly within that within that time period as Ricky's talking um, images will appear then they'll disappear and other things will be formed so as he's talking um, you'll see images come to life remarkable how you do it what does sand like to work with Marcus is it very obedient <laughs> as a material uh, um, it's funny because um, the first time when I was about to go on stage to do my first um, kind of performance I was quite sweaty and I realized that's not a good thing to have when you're working with um, sand but um, I, I, I love the medium because it's very um, how you say uh, how you say very earthy it's very natural you're using you know like natural materials and um, um, so you feel connected to it yeah, uh, like uh, one of the, um, like just recently there are some, um, there's a little co uh, called a Kopapa Māori school and they had seen some of my artwork online. They got a little bug and the, the teachers recognised them. They were playing out in the sandpit and they were trying to do, you know, some of the images that I had created. So what they did is they made them some light box and they made them interpret their own stories. Um, uh, they did like the, the story of Patariki. In the sand and what they found is that by having like a light box or the sandbox uh, in the room is that sometimes when they had those kids that were maybe a little bit tutu or you could see that some kids were a little bit you know uh, agitated sitting on the mat they'd send them over to the light box and and the sand would have a calming effect upon them or you know help to kind of settle some uh, of those kids so it's uh, it, it is kind of like a uh, I would say like a meditative kind of um, how you say element um, but yeah and how large are, how large are the works that you make Marcus or is it any, I mean I know you do corporate work as well but what would be some of the, the larger works that you've made like, effectively it's your hand isn't it your hand in the sand yeah so so my work it, it relatively stays the same size it just all depends on the surface that it's going to be projected onto uh which knows how, how big that's going to be but basically i just work to maybe um kind of like the size of a suitcase or to a little bit bigger maybe a meter by by half a meter so around around that size but uh because i have a camera that's above me then that 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 is a thing that usually is projected up onto other services or spaces. <clears throat> 
for this work I mentioned you've got um, voice and sand and the music from the Tango Puro. Uh, it, it sounds really beautiful. Also, sounds like it's what the, like a first development of this project. Is this something that the three of you would like to work on and maybe travel with? Yeah. So this initially came up um, during COVID, and it um, and during COVID, uh, each of us we were doing our, our different uh, different things because we both. Um, Jerome's really, you know, he's really respected in what he does with Tango Puro and Ricky with his Matauranga around uh, Maramataka. And um, I, I'd been to some of Jerome's stuff and um, as well as Ricky's, and Ricky's a good friend of mine as well. And I was thinking, hey, how, how about if we, you know, take team or like put our pals together and then see what we could do um, in that way. And so uh, thanks to Tepo Theatre, um, Amber. But there, we, I, I mentioned the idea to her. She said, yeah, let's give that a go. And initially, we were just supposed to do kind of like a, a men's wānanga, and it was more around uh, mental health. Um, but it turned into, be, turned into kind of like an online uh, presentations where we had about uh, maybe 200 people attend that event. And it's some, and, and the reason why we chose uh, Ngā Tuhu o Te Taiao because been, there's been much emphasis around Matariki, and that's uh, one of the phases throughout the year. But um, there's important things that happen, as uh, like every season. So we 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 want to create the four the, the four seasons pretty much, and helping people unpack or understand uh, the matauranga or the knowledge, uh, the beautiful knowledge that we have um, in that space. And it's kind of like having a wānanga. Uh, or having someone storytell, and, and at the same time having this beautiful music, so you got the visuals coming through, and then you got the visuals happening all at the same time with the puraka with the storyteller um, telling his tale. So yeah, it should be really. Um, I'm looking forward to see how it all comes together. We've we've done a few, um, we've done a few already done in Wellington, a few shows, and they've been they've they've been well received. Namihinui, Marcus Winter, aka the Sandman, sounds beautiful. He's appearing in Nga Tuhu o Te Tau. It opens at Auckland's Basement Theatre on Tuesday as part of the Koanga Festival.